There was no point working himself into a state over what couldn't be helped. For better or worse, he'd chosen this new life, this penance, that meant living with the consequences. Time to focus on the job at hand, which right here, right now, was surviving till supper, because one of Sir Alec's senior janitors, a pale, bruised-looking chap by the name of Dolby, well, this week, anyway, had confided over a mug of stewed tea that the department property's name-tag designation had a habit of changing. Whenever, rumour whispered, the house claimed a new victim. Today it was tagged Entwistle. Tomorrow it might be... Well, it might be known as Dunwoody. You never know, eh? Gerald tucked his cold-nipped fingers into his armpits, and bounced on his toes to keep his sluggish blood moving. That's right, you never know. Life is full of surprises, and some of them, it turned out, were more palatable than others. But he wasn't going to think about that, either. What was the point? He'd done what he'd done, and he was who he'd become. Regret and remorse could change none of it. If the last, tumultuous, exhausting, and unexpected six months of his life had taught him nothing else, they'd taught him that one biting, bitter lesson. Instead, he peered through the impassable, imposing, wrought-iron gates before him, up the long, straight driveway to the house, trying to make out more than a few haphazard chimney-pots and a vague hint of higgledy-piggledy gables. No luck, but whether that was because he was blind in one eye— or because the autumnal mist was just too thick, or because the house was protected by some kind of deflection incant, he couldn't tell. Towering oak trees on either side of the gate stripped moisture like a leaking tap, plink, 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 on his hatless head and coated shoulders. The water trickled nastily between skin and shirt collar, all the way down his spine to the waistband of his trousers. Beneath his feet the gravel was muddy and rutted, fading into the distance the muffled clip-clop of hooves and the creak of wooden wheels as the cart that had deposited him here returned to the railway station. Otherwise the surrounding countryside was quiet. Too quiet. Not a cock-crow, not a bleating lamb, no dog barked, no milch-cow lowed. He could hear his heart thudding sullenly against his ribs. That was nerves because here he was in far-flung bucolic, finkly meadows, and all his hopes, dreams, and fears were coming down to this. Testing time. Tucked beneath his overcoat, in the pocket of his jacket was a single folded sheet of paper decorated with precise spiky writing in plain black ink. Time to pay the piper, Mr. Dunwoody. Finkley Meadows, the eighth at dawn. Someone will meet you on the platform. Sir Alec, a one-way railway token, had accompanied the missive. He remembered thinking, So is the department merely being fiscally responsible, or should I take the int and give up while I still can? But of course he'd accepted the invitation, the challenge. Reg would never forgive him if he tucked his tail between his legs and ran. So all right, I'm here ready to be tested. Except the property's daunting front gates were hexed shut, and he couldn't pin down the incant. 
Slippery and insubstantial, like melting soap at the bottom of the bathtub, it teased the edges of his awareness, taunted his new-found, newly-honed expertise. He tried till he sweated, but he couldn't lay a finger on it. The gates remained stubbornly, unbelievably closed. Damn! Blowing out a short, frustrated breath, he glared at them, and then at the stone wall they were hinged onto. Intimidatingly tall, patchworked with moss and choking ivy, he had no hope of climbing over it. Of course he could fly over the bloody thing if he dared risk a levitation incant on himself, but levitation incants, like the speed-em-up hex, like any kind of thaumaturgy which altered the properties of living tissue, were strictly off-limits. If he tried one and something went wrong, being caught breaking the law would be the least of his worries. Being buried in something no bigger than an egg cup was a far more likely outcome. So, scratch that.